Sound of snow. A loss of home. A loss of farm. Our entire world. Yesonet Akal เออมาจากเมเบเกนนาดีนุ่มบาจีญาลอซาเลนุ่มนาเอกาเลยบาปูจาเมเลฮอโคเลปปูมุคนนุ่ยเบียวคนนุ่ยเท่าเลปปูต
We cry because we suffer. When we think about what we have or don't have, we cry too. Humans cry a lot. At the end, when we die, we have to leave each other. We also cry then. This is the meaning of the crying place. Haku. My name is Sivakon Odochao. I am Karen ethnic group. My name in Karen is Swet. So now we are here in the Banong Tao community. We live here in about 120 family. And now the population is 600 in estimate. I was born in Delao, Pataklo, a community around two kilometers from here. It's a walking community. In those days, people would move around to different areas, sort of like the rotational farming system. I met my wife, had three kids, and moved to this house here, and we have been here ever since. My name is Joni Odoshao, and I was born during World War II when Japanese soldiers were passing through to Myanmar and India. There were many problems during this time. My mother died, aunts died, I had four brothers and sisters that all died during the war, and in the end, it was just me and my father. The name Joni comes from Japanese. Bagayo people named me on what was going on at the moment. So my father named me Japanese. But when my father registered my name in the system, it became Joni. I am 77 years old. I met Mika Imu when I was working as a buffalo herder for her family. At that time, I lost my family to the war and I was very poor. So I made a living raising buffalo and she was also raising her family's buffalo. That's how we met. The word Karen is what others call us. We call ourselves Bagayo. Burmese people call Bagayo people Kayi. But when Westerners came, they thought they were saying Karen. 
Bhagavad-gyan has three meanings. The first is human being. The second is simple. The third is Bhagayo, not Bhaganyo. They sound similar, but have very different meanings. Bhagayo means a group of human beings that has many complications and difficulties. Humans are made of five spirits. Our head, heart, left hand, right hand, feet. That's the first level. a field with uh, a hill that's covered in rice uh, rice leaves and um, the hill on the right side is the rice field and the hill on the left side is um, wild trees and grass and the, uh, the right side here is the upland rice that is cultivated by the families in this area. Rotational farming in Pakoyo is hi, which means little by little, slowly, step by step. We don't use everything, little by little, plot by plot by plot, point by point. Then we come back to the original area. This is the heart of rotational farming. The important heart of the rotational farming technique is using natural resources, rain from nature, no need for humans to design. The water system that's used in rotational farming is waiting for the rain. If I have one plot of land, a large plot, I'll separate into seven small plots. Every year I use one small plot. Once I finish using it, I'll leave it empty. Next year, I'll use another plot and leave it. It's a way of using land for one year and leave it for seven years. We don't continuously use it over and over and over again. We use it, then leave it, then come back to the original plot. So the rotational farming system starts in February, and that's when plants are draining water. And so the plants get cut down, 
and uh, then during the drier season, they burn one plot, and the burning takes about an hour. But you know, the carbon from that burn helps them manage weeds and different aspects of that one plot of land. And so after it burns, um, after they finish the control burn, they spread seeds up to seven different varieties of uh, plants, uh, vegetables, of spices, all kinds of things in the one plot. So there are many different things that grow together along with the rice. In rotational farming, we don't cut the root, we leave the stump up to the waist height. Once we cut the tree, it regenerates into seven years. The trees will grow to the height of seven people. Nature will take that much time. Even human scars, whenever we accidentally cut ourselves, take seven days to heal. Seven is a language of nature. Many Bakuyo ceremonies use the symbol seven. It corresponds to the season or way of counting time. In one span of time, it's important that there are seven days. For example, the dark moon becomes a half moon in seven days. The half moon becomes a full moon in seven days. The full moon becomes a dark moon in seven days. Seven, 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 seven. Four times becomes one month. This is an easy way to count time. Rising, falling, rising, falling. Twelve cycles from dark to light becomes one year. It's an important system. The time needed to see if the seed will be good or not also takes seven days. 
ที่สำคัญในการปลูกข้าวคนบากโยก็จะใช้เครื่องบากโย people use seven for growing rice in the planting ceremony seven plants grow from the mother rice for rotational farming plots why does it have to be seven years because it takes seven years for the tree and plant system to return to its original state no less than seven years The next level has five areas, spiritual, physical, which is death, hell, and heaven. When the newborn baby uh, has umbilical uh, cord, and then we have to put in a bamboo and then tie to a tree like this. The bamboo stay with a tree, and then after another piece of uh, cord that removed, we have to uh, use some seed throw it to make it fall down. So. And I, I choose this tree for my three children. So we have together in one tree. And you can see the first one, second one, already his, his, <laughs> his bamboo already uh, returned to the soil. But this is because uh, he was born uh, in the hospital, the, the doctor. We have to ask the doctor, and then the doctor put in a plastic bag, and then we have to <laughs> put into the bamboo again, carry back from the hospital. Put it. So this is my four month. This one, four month of baby. But for the elder, already returned to a side. He's too many. He's maybe his one. His <laughs> one. Uh, the the cord already rotten returned to the soil, but plastic bag still there. <laughs> That's, uh, seven years or <laughs> six years, seven years. Oh, and from plastic, it's still there. Yes. But but you see, that the leaf with the bamboo with cord, it's it's back. So after I I realize that oh we we are really depend on the Tree. Since we born, we have to like our life carry on a tree, and then one day we go back to to a soil, and then we taking care of tree again. So this tree will taking care forever, even our life is finished. But tree have to continue. At least I know that oh, tree provide a fruit, a seed, so tree can. Increase amount and then for in in a scientific way, 
one person at least you need some free support because you are breathe out as a carbon that the tree circulates your oxygen this is a very scientific yeah? <laughs> and and the life cycle this is like uh, we are born from nature and then we go back to nature we are not safe forever uh, we are part of nature เดี๋ยวว่าแบบเนี้ยเอ่อป่าไม้เค้าไม่ได้รีเคิลพอไนท์ให้เป็นให้ผิดคุณเค้าใช้กันไหนเป็นป่าที่จะต้องรีบคื
one try. The third level is the five conflicts humans have in themselves. The first is a conflict with power. The second is thinking, belief, differences in belief. The third is fighting with each other over rights. There are many issues with rights. Animal rights, man and woman rights, human rights. There are many. In my life, there was a time when people cut large trees. Any large tree they saw, they cut. Western colonizers came for the first time 100 years ago. My grandmother still has identification papers from when he was cutting timber for the British. Growing plants that were not good for the environment. It broke the rotational farming system. Rotational farming needs land, but when opium came after the end of the World War II, it stopped the rotation. People continue to use the land instead of leaving it to regrow. Seven years become only six years or five years. People weren't interested in producing rice. They were more interested in growing opium. It broke the rotational farming system. Cash crops, monoculture crops are another issue. It hurts the soil wherever it's grown. Biodiversity disappeared. When you compare people in the city to Pakayao people, we have a saying. Being Pakayao, we only use people for labor. We only eat a little meat. 
Whenever we use natural resources like chickens, we use just the feather. Feathers grow back, but people who live in a city, they use everything to the bone. They take the bone, after take feathers, they eat the meat. Once they finish the meat, they take the bone. Mining is a way of using nature that affects its structure. It takes the bone of nature. That's how we describe it in Pagayo. They're still doing this today. So what the boss challenge one 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 thing. So because of our global uh, system, I mean the mainstream, uh, they are focused on uh, how to grow economy repeatedly and make a lot of profit and then make a well, make a rich. This is a kind of mainstream and after you get rich so you can earn, you can uh, you can like you can spend for your needs. But the needs of people are never feel feel enough. So that's why this is many of the system According to the policy maker, they are always concerned on make, make this, this way. But why we said make it slower, make it small, slow down, make things slow, go slow. This is how uh, uh, we are like uh, marginalized. We are not in the power of the system. So this is one big challenge. So. And the second thing, how to stand with like strong, strong mind. Uh, it is strong wisdom. This is our challenge. At that time, there was no rice to eat. There was a food shortage. On top of that, the government collected tax and we had no money. In the past, when I was a teenager, I saw that no one used their influence to improve the quality of life for poor people. No one did that. It's not fair. There was another group who were very wealthy, military commanders. But still, it wasn't enough. The government funds never reached the public. Every bath that the government took from taxes was spent on this one group, soldiers, police, and people connected to royalty. Only people in power, not poor people. It was the first time I realized they don't have the right to do that. 
าติโกกระกลุ่มนี้เหมือนนะอันนี้จะเป็นช่วงแรกที่เผาที่สุดว่ามันไม่เด็กเป็นธรรมและสิ่งที่มันมากกว่านั้นก็คือว่าประชาชนกลัวเวลาที่มีเจ้าหน้าที่รับเข้ามาเนี่ยมัน even more than that the public was afraid when a government official came in not only were they afraid They had to give everything to them. For example, the official says, "Today I want a cow. Today I want buffalo. Today I want forest animals." The community has to find it for them. This happened when I was still a kid. It was unfair. It motivated me to reach out to many different groups so we could fight to make things more fair. That was the first example from when I was still a young kid. But when I grew up and started playing a larger role in the community, I started seeing other problems too. There was a plan to manage forests and land into five zones. Zones one and two are watershed. Zones three, four, or five are lower lands. This policy is still used today. There was a community in the lower part of Kampanpet Province. The people in that province were forced to move into two right plots of land by the government. Five villages were forced out of their land, and were forced to move into a very small plot of land. Their home was cleaned for conservation. No one had land to grow food, and building a house was difficult. It made their whole lives difficult. They had to do labor work all day and night. What's even sadder is when they went to work at night. Children and women were at home alone. Another group came into their homes at night and did different things to them. It became a big burden, but they had no choice because they were surrounded by soldiers. National Guards and the Forestry Department of the government. The community lived in fear. Uh, there was there's a province called Kapang Pet, and the people in that province were forced to move into a two right plot of land by the government. So an entire uh, like five villages had to were forced out of their land and were forced to move into a very small plot of land, and such that their They had no way of sustaining their own lives because their land was taken away. So the men were forced into labor work. So at night, they'd leave their homes to do labor and provide for their families. 
but even worse is you know, when they left, other men would come in and harass their wives. And so because of this, they went back to Kampang Pet uh, to go back to their ancestral lands, but Kampang Pet had become a national forest, and them returning to their ancestral lands violated Thailand's environmental policy for conservation. So that was another big instance where he came together with other people to raise uh, their voices against this policy. He collaborated with NGOs, with uh, different activists and academics, and uh, together they joined with uh, people from north, south, east, west of Thailand, from the central parts, the slums, into a giant march called the Assembly of the Poor. And there they gathered in protest against all these injustices. And now, you know, years later, they still face the same problems in terms of, you know, zoning of different lands and forests and the difference between what the government considers a forest and what the people who have lived in the forest their entire lives considers a forest. The fourth is an issue with profits or interests. Fighting over who has more natural resources. The north of Thailand is divided into parts. The eastern part was colonized by France. The western part was colonized by the British. Cutting timber requires a lot of labor because you must live in the forest for months. They give documents to identify laborers. Whoever has this piece of paper can cut trees anywhere. They need to renew every year. This paper can only be used for one person. This piece of paper is 100 years old. My grandfather had an elephant he used to move trees. Elephants were used for jobs to earn money. ปู่เนี่ยมีช้างแล้วก็การการตัดไม้ใช้คนแต่ว่าการชักลากไม้คนคนไม้ทรานสเฟอร์ใช้ช้างเนี่ยเป็นเพราะฉะนั้นเนี
The Thai government looks from the perspective of whoever rewards them. What do they get in return? It might be money. It might be business. Whatever industry or group rewards them, they'll take care of them. Poor people don't give the government any benefits, so they don't have any rights to decide what the forest is. Yesterday, there was an epic protest in Chiang Mai. We can see clearly that the government pays attention to businesses, corporations or international organizations that benefits them. Therefore, the government does projects that serve that group. Villagers who protest for the right to grow food and live on the land, they put them in jail. He was against one of the projects called Pine Plantation. Um, in the Highland Department, uh, Forestry Department, they have a pine, plant, uh, pine plantation in the, in the mountain, in the top of the mountain, many, many areas. And then they got a species of pine from somewhere else. It's not local variety. And then they have a lot of seedlings, and they brought the people and they have a, a labor work and they have a project and budget to work in the highland mountain area and they plant a lot of pine seedlings. But after that, many years later, uh, what we found out is the pine is, is not local species and it caused a lot of environment and ecosystem issues because after the, plant, the pine grown up, all of the local species disappear and the animal cannot survive in that area and in dry season the, the, the pine leaves too much containing of the oil and they are falling down and pile up and become dry malaria and then when dry season fire, forest fire light up so it's too strong and we got strong damage to to the whole system. It has long impact mm -hmm. because you plant a tree, the tree has maybe 50, 100 years and then it's long impact. Mm -hmm. But but in 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 a way of living of a traditional I mean uh, indigenous people we don't have to you know plant uh, brought a new species and you know, plantation. We just let the animal go and we uh, watch fire and then we can work to input, I mean, uh, to add some diversity. Animal people work together and you can see many, many a species will come later. This is a uh, keyword.
So what affect uh, impact on the current community the most? I think uh, people in the old generation pass the, the knowledge, culture, and the ritual, uh, technique of living with nature through generation by generation. But when the, the strongly uh, uh, influenced by the, the system from outside, used in current culture, so the old generation lose a confidence to continue or uh, transfer the knowledge to other generation, and the new generation also got a new uh, technique or a new uh, culture, uh, new education from other, and then they will lose kind of self-independent, depending, they lose their knowledge, culture, and lose the gap between older and young generation. And then finally, the young generation get into a trap of a new, a modern system. So, and finally, losing of the nature ecosystem and uh, forest, Soil, water, mountain, this is uh, I think the most Humans don't have awareness. They are missing knowledge of what it means to be a person, to be a part of nature. They feel lost. They lost pride, lost understanding of themselves, understanding of what it means to be human. We started having problems because the community lost its culture. We used to have the rotational farming system, but once land became the property of a person or sector, people fought over land. We stopped sharing and helping others. 
The big issue happened when land must be certified. It means living there without a certificate is a crime. It made the community worry and fear. Another issue is evictions forced the community to focus on cultivation. Growing food to sell. In the end, they take losses and go into debt. Debt piles up and they may lose the land. It causes problems for the spirit. It's bad for health, causes alcoholism, causes drug addiction, causes loss of land, causes competition for natural resources. People take water, take land, take more things. We protest, but the people who create these policies don't understand. They work in offices. They live their lives very differently. In the end, people lose independence. They have to rely on the market. By relying on the market, they can't save money. It's not sustainable. We didn't used to think of land as possession. We never needed special certificates or special rights to land. It's only ours for the year we use it. After we cultivate, drop seeds and harvest, we return everything. It only belongs to us when we are using it. The thing that changed is the idea of selling land. Because of this, we also have to fight for rights. The land belongs to nature. But now that the land belongs to some sector, we have to fight to protect and keep our rights to the land. Life and land are the same. We are the same as land. We come from land. We go back to land. But if we don't understand, we we'll think land is our possession. But really, we belong to the land. She sing with me, oh, but in Thailand, okay. in Thai language. Okay. This is uh, at the beginning uh, when we try to uh, demonstrate people to know about the current. Mm -hmm. When I, I was very young, I, I practice and I teach her a bit. No, I will
Speak out, make people understand, and through maybe sometimes writing, speaking, and use uh, some technique to make people more understand. And third way, so sometimes it's important to to get together and walking on the street. So because without walking on the street, maybe people will not really want understand, especially the people who stand in, uh, in another position, they never get understanding. So sometimes you have to get together and fight and walk through the street. Oh, mm-hmm.